Hello, welcome. Uh, so, podcast episode number 10 today. Got my friend Callum on, who's also a personal trainer. And just going to be speaking with Callum just about what it is, what it is he does. And uh, yeah, his approach to his training with his business and his, his clients. And yeah, just all the people he's trained throughout his career and just his own, yeah, his own take on things, look on things, going to be mainly speaking about just fat loss with like changing your body and your mindset towards that and things that can help. So yeah, looking forward to it. Hope you are too. Enjoy. Now, yeah, so nice one for coming on, Callum, mate. Um, yeah, I guess just straight in, just, t- just for people listening, I've already done an introduction, but if you just tell people who you are, what you do. Hey guys, um, I'm Callum um, and I am a gym and boot camp owner and I help people um, with our group training program, um, kind of general population, men and women in their kind of 30s, 40s and 50s, lose weight and transform their body confidence and their mindset um, and kind of get amazing uh, results in terms of fat loss and fitness um, with our group training program. Um, we've been running our group training program for around four years now. Um, we currently have 150 active members who train with us and um, take part in our nutrition program and our community. And yeah, we're passionate about um, supporting kind of general population, busy mums, busy dads, get, get amazing results um, that they kind of haven't been able to achieve previously with your kind of typical Slimming worlds or Weight Watchers or just go into a kind of commercial gym. Um, yeah, and that's what we do and, and that's what we specialise in, um, helping Gen Pop get extraordinary results with kind of some simple and basic information and uh, effective training programmes. Yeah. Did, did this all started for you with the boot camps? That's where it all Yeah, started. so I used to train, similar to kind of you do now, I used to train people on like a, on a one-to-one level. I used to be really busy with one-to-one training, trying to help people on a one-to-one level with kind of body transformations. Um, And when I was running that business, I started to do group training. And then from my own point of view, I was basically finding I could help and influence more people on a bigger scale by having the same methods that I would do with my one-to-one training, helping people with their nutrition, mindset, um, training, but apply that to kind of a group training model um, because people were just going, like my kind of clients were just going to the gym maybe or going to Sim World and they were getting kind of average results because it only focused on one impact of their life, training or nutrition, and it didn't kind of have, have the whole package. So I took what we were doing on a one-to-one level and I kind of scaled that to help um, lots of people. So as I said, we've got 150 people on our program. They all get nutrition support. Um, they all get training programs. They all get great weight loss results. And most of them are kind of just busy mums and dads um, who can just commit to three or four hours of training with us a week. Did, did, you, did, did you go in like Stimmer World and Weight Watcher meetings and take them off? <laughs> well, yeah, we, uh, me and the Stimmer World and Weight Watchers people don't get on in our local town. Um, <laughs> so I see them down Costa Coffee and we, uh, they, uh, they, they blank me. Um, a little bit of my marketing is kind of, I'm not, sometimes we direct our marketing to, to kind of 
highlight the weaknesses in these plans because most of our community are women and most of the women have kind of tried these clubs and Weight Watchers and diets for most of their adult life. So we were kind of passionate about, first of all, helping them get better results than they've ever had before. But most importantly, do it in a sustainable way. Um, because from my experience, the females that we help, um, typically the, the kind of middle-aged women have spent most of their adult life kind of jumping from diet plan to diet plan with this kind of fad diet culture or starting a new diet or Monday or trying these crazy juice detoxes or joining slimming club every six months. Um, so I wanted to kind of change that and, and I'm passionate about actually giving them education and support so they could not only get awesome results and look great and feel great, but most importantly, sustain it. Um, so when our ladies sign up for us, they typically, they typically stay long-term. So most of our ladies stay for like a year, year or two plus when they, when they join our community um, because it's a sustainable plan. Yeah, because they're enjoying it. Is that, 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 you, you build a really good community though, don't you? That's why people stay. One of, yeah. the, one of the big reasons people stay. I think like with, with boot camps, what do you, I would just say community, but do you think the, what's the biggest role in having the, the boot camps and the community of people? What do you think, with all that, what's, do you think the thing that changes people's bodies and mindset the most in that environment? What do you think? Um, so I think kind of, the saying of you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with is like, I read that in a book about five years ago when I was just becoming a PT and I've used that in my kind of business life, like having friends like you and stuff who are also doing well in the industry, but our community associating with other people who are on the same journey as them. Like you turn up to our sessions or you're in our private Facebook group or you come to our live talks or when we have our social events and everyone there is trying to, improve themselves they're trying to get fitter healthier happier stronger more confident whereas i find a lot of people would maybe turn up to the gym and unless you invest in like a trainer someone like you or me or someone else a lot of people just don't have any idea what they're doing um so they'll kind of pay for a gym membership women as well i'm kind of being maybe a little bit stereotypical here but from my experience of helping a lot of women they don't really know what they're doing they find themselves being a little bit uncomfortable in the gym so they kind of stick to similar equipment. They don't have anyone to go with. So it usually lends to them kind of giving up or, or stop going, but still kind of paying for their membership. Um, whereas what we do is we bring kind of people together. We have fun. Um, the same people will turn up to the same session. So people kind of um, push each other. And then when you're kind of in a, in a group training environment, you kind of push harder because, with the people around you like no one wants to be the slowest or the unfittest there so it's great to kind of see other people pushing each other and then someone might look over and think oh she's doing that she's got three kids she works a full-time job and she can she's got incredible results so there's no reason where i can't do that so i find that that environment is way more conductive for results compared to just your average person going to the gym by themselves and not really having much direction yeah, and yeah, the environment's a um, perfect point. And I think you're right as well. I know you're, you train with a lot of women, but you're right with the gym because a lot of women do get lost in the gym and then they go to fitness classes, don't they? Because yeah. they, 
and they say that those exact things are like be having someone tell me what to do and then betraying him with other people. But then it's like what you like you're often taking that to a whole other level of building the community and then all the nutrition and just everything that comes with it. Yes, yeah, like, I definitely. But that environment is yeah, because then it's like say you've got these people you train, they have partners who at first what I always notice is who don't train and aren't living a similar lifestyle and then the partner starts going like exercising all week, diet changes and then shortly alongside it the partner changes. Oh, it can go the other way as well. Like you probably see yourself in the lava sabotage it maybe at first. Yeah, sabotage it, yeah. Whether it's intentional or not, but you don't want them to start doing it. But in the end, it, 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 that new environment in it then, because that person that wasn't doing it is spending time with someone that is. They change as a result of the environment with the boot camp. No, 100%. I think, yeah, from my experience, that happens a lot. The first part is like in a relationship, especially with a man and a, and a woman or... Um, or two men or two women, I think the partner, if they're on a journey of like a, a transformation, whether they sign up for like for, for our boot camp or for you and they're trying to actively get healthier, they're applying themselves with their nutrition and they're working hard outside of the sessions, often the other person can show resistance towards that initially. Um, like they're not ready in that kind of stage of change yet. Um, but quickly after that becomes that new person's lifestyle choice and like they're getting good results and they're coming consistently and they're happier, they're healthier, they're loving the process shortly after like that other person's behaviors then get influenced in a positive way because of that. Um, because like you don't want to be maybe sitting at home being overweight and then your partner's out there crushing it. Mm -hmm. So I think that, that environment is, is like so important um, for people to succeed. Yeah. It's, that's with, um, Oh, I was going to say, with, oh, I've lost it. Come back. If it comes back, I'll write it down. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was something to do with environment. Uh, oh yeah, that was it. You hear when people, like your clients, the people you train, and people start telling them things like, oh no, you're losing too much weight. Or, oh no, I don't like you looking like that. And like, they know what they're doing. These people trying to hold people back because these, like you said about people not being ready to change, so they drag people back with them to their level. And they, they'll have a subconsciously, they don't know they're doing it or they do know they're doing it, but either way, they're doing it on purpose to bring them back. Like you hear that a lot, don't you, from people say, oh, you need to, you need to slow down. It's like, no. Yeah, hear it all the time. So we spoke before we kind of started this about, I did a transformation last year. I went from middle kind of 13 stones to like 11 and a half stones so I lost 28 pounds in eight weeks the best I've ever looked my body fat was about nine percent ten percent I looked pretty good um and then because it was the middle of the lockdown everyone was kind of doing the opposite most people were gaining weight drinking more than ever kind of letting go of their health so like my mom my dad my girlfriend my girlfriend's parents they were doing exactly what you said oh I think you're taking it a bit too far now I think you should start pushing food on me because I was looking good and their health and their, their body was going the opposite way. Um, so that often happens, like what you just said about it. The exact same thing happened to me last year when I was trying to better myself. Yeah, it makes, makes people, it's not like we're doing it on purpose to them, but it makes people feel bad about themselves looking at it. It's like something for people to take note of, like when people, when you do be your best and do your best, people will by accident like I say or on purpose try and bring you back down something to watch out for because no. it is 100% bud I know you 
like because you work with like general population like mums and dads like people like this your approach to fat loss and just everything that comes with building muscle just the whole plan of changing people's Mm -hmm. lives bodies mindset is the is there like a system you have for that or just like what approach to fat loss do you mainly go for yeah so um when I used to work with clients on a one-to-one basis, we would, I would always get them to kind of count their calories and macros. Um, but I kind of verged away from that because from to do that, you have to, first of all, from a coach, you have to give that person a lot of kind of resources and support because initially, if someone's new to macronutrients and calorie counting, they're literally clueless. Like if they've never tracked their food before, and yeah. you, you've probably done it with hundreds of clients, they don't have any idea. They're very bad at tracking. They're inconsistent at tracking. So it takes a lot of work and time and effort for you to help them to get to the point where maybe you are now where you can pretty much guess your food in terms of calorie count and you roughly know what it is in your food and you roughly know what you need for your kind of body and your goals. Um, whereas I was finding that was too difficult to kind of do on a, on a bigger scale. So for me to give our clients that much time in terms of, them tracking their calories on an individual level when we've now got 150 clients was basically just too hard to do. Um, so we basically developed and changed our plan to a more habit-based system. So indirectly, we educate all of our clients about calories, about macronutrients, about snacking, about hormones, mindset, all of these kind of things that people need to know. Um, but instead of having them track their food and count their calories and macros on a, on a fitness app, we give them a habit-based program, which is um, based on the principles of James Clear's book, um, Atomic Habits. I don't know if you've read it, Um, but it's based on kind of on that. So I read that book a couple of years ago and kind of got really interested in habits and realized how important habits were to kind of how successful you are or unsuccessful you are. So I basically incorporated our nutrition plan around James Clear's Atomic Habit System and we just have kind of fundamental things that we educate our, our clients on, um, which are basics um, in terms of nutritional principles, like consuming protein with every meal, um, like trying to get a fist size portion. Um, because when most of our clients start with us, first of all, their nutritional knowledge is in most cases, very poor. Yeah. They don't really have much of an idea about macronutrients or calories or what you need to lose weight or gain weight. And second of all, one of the first things we find is a couple of basics are kind of missed out and people just don't get right. So protein intake is typically um, extremely low with everyone we work with when they first start. Um, And then basics like water intake, um, sleep, and like vegetable intake. Um, These are things that often get overlooked um, that most people would say, oh, they're, they're too simple. We don't need to focus on them. But these are the kind of things that I would call kind of bread and butter fat loss principles or gaining muscle principles. It doesn't really change. Um, but like trying to hit your protein goals, so trying to add protein with all of your meals, um, trying to hit 10,000 steps. I know we got on a, before we got on the call, you said I'm, I'm literally losing body weight, trying to lose body weight, and every day I'll hit 12,000 steps. Um, that's something that we recommend all of our ladies and guys to do, hit 10,000 steps drink two to three liters of water a day um, and then kind of have a, a well-balanced nutrition plan in terms of like 80% whole foods 
from single ingredients, fruits, vegetables, fish, um, protein sources, beans, etc., and then having kind of a bit more flexibility with the other 20%. Um, and then we go into a little bit more detail with other principles, but essentially they're the basics we kind of focus on. So sleep, water intake, protein intake, fruits and vegetables. And if most of our men and women get that right, they get amazing fat loss results. It's really sustainable. It's quite enjoyable because it's flexible. Um, and then they don't need to worry about too much of the other things if, if, if they nail those basics. Yeah, like the, the, simple, the simple stuff's not simple. That's what I say. <laughs> Even though it is simple, like once you're doing it, you're like, shit, this is simple. But if it was so simple, everyone would be doing it. Like say everyone overlooks sleep, water, protein intake, vegetable intake. It's the same, I see the same st stuff year for like six years now, always the yeah. same thing with our country. Everyone does this. Yep. Um, so it's not simple, is it? <laughs> Even though it's the, sim it's the simple things that will be the building block, but it's obviously not simple. Do you add, do people, but I guess, I imagine people end up, when they, some people start doing all this stuff, they want to start getting more like, oh, well, what's that? And what's kind of start like getting more advanced with things some people like go to another level with it don't they yep and then, but that's that it's interesting you focus when you i like the way you focus on the the habits like straight away and not like obviously all the stuff that people don't understand or know about but the, the habit approach from that book someone told me to buy that because he said everything that i always chat about was already in that book so that's where I bought it and then I realized I was like reading myself in the book I was like oh yeah these are the things yeah, I yeah good and it's real easy kind of information that you can just digest and start like whether you're a coach or just normal like just have a job or man woman uh, old young that you can literally just read the book and start applying it and you can just pick up things can't you straight away like oh yeah I do that or that's something that I need to change um and that's why we have that kind of approach because one of the other reasons why we have this uh, approach and I'm probably similar to why you do it is we want our men and women to be first of all empowered to, to be able to get results without us. That's our ultimate goal. So if a client leaves us, I'm not bothered. I'm not upset and I'm not angry because they've left our services because I know that from the six months or the 12 months that we've been working with, they've been working with us and, um, I've helped them first of all, get a great result. And then second of all, I'll give them the resources to be able to continue to get good results moving forwards. Um, like these basics that I've spoke about because the problem with a lot of plans, like let's take slim world, for example, they'll give, <laughs> they'll give you a, a point or a sin system. And what that does is it basically, um, makes you reliant on that system so doesn't teach you any basic fundamentals like we spoke about protein uh changing your snack choices timing your carbohydrates basing them around your exercise fat intake it doesn't teach you about this it gives a point or a sin value based on food so maybe it'll teach you that an avocado is bad chocolate cake is bad and you can have pasta or muller yogurts and they're free and what happens is women get results they lose weight but in the process, they haven't learned anything because they've been relying on counting points or sins. Yeah. Then they get to where they want to be. They stop following the system. They then start eating 
food again normally like a like a normal human being should and just treat it as being food and then what typically happens is they kind of regain all the weight they've lost because they have no idea about nutrition (laughs) and then they rejoin again (laughs) and that's what i kind of want to change and i know when you help people like you don't just give someone a cookie cutter plan and say do it it's more of like a process of where you're taking them on the like on a journey um so that they can they can make decisions for themselves and they know what to order from a restaurant or they know what to do on their food shop or they know what their plate should look like and they know how much seat they should be getting. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? 100%. Before you even said about Slimming World, I know you Slimming World, but Weight Watch is the same. I was going to say, they're the ones that don't teach people how to just live and eat what they want and just do, yeah, just be what they want. <laughs> It's just a system that gets people back in six months' time. and sit down <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And they can't complain about people calling them out on it because they know what they're doing. Because oh, yeah. It's a, it's like a, when someone's done with, with, with you, finished, like if someone leaves and they're, they're done with the finish, you know they're going to be okay. And they've, learned, they've not, just let, not just got where they want to be, but they've actually learned how to eat, exercise for the rest of their life. The reason they're left is because they don't need you no more. Where Slimming World Weight Watchers... People need it constantly, on and off, on and off. On and off. If you're not yeah, yeah. on it, it's like, oh yeah, but I lost loads of weight. So yeah, but then you put that same amount of weight back on. <laughs> back on. You lost that same amount of weight. If not, put more back on, but didn't lose as much because you lost the same amount, and it's yeah, just get back on the wheel. So, no, definitely. Um, what kind of approach do you take with um, with your guys and girls? Do you have a similar approach with with all of them in terms of like calorie counting and macro counting, or depending on their goals and their ability? Um, yeah, like some, like now, it's, when I started, it was it was a lot about um, still is about the, what you were saying, the habits and le- teaching people about this stuff. But then I come away from targeting that. For me, I come away from targeting that type of client that needs to learn to targeting ones who have got a fairly good knowledge, if not a very good knowledge. And yeah, just like I'm going towards it here's everything, do all this. And I'll still be with them. I still look at everything holistically, like, okay, like, um, some deep, like, really deep, any, anyone that train will know, like, really deep chats with them. Because, um, I mean, I'm going into the, I'm going into counselling as well. So, like, that side of why people don't do things and why people have the habits they have in the first place. So, like, breaks so, or like, adding in, I've t- trialed it this year, adding in um, counselling sessions with training. So mm-hmm. I'll be a PT, but then I'll be a counsellor in another session. It's like once in a month or once every two months. But then, like when we're back in the in the training session, I won't you know, speak about any of that stuff unless they speak. But because that, that's like nothing that that work P- PT now, like that's for counselling. You don't speak about. Yeah. But then it's interesting with what I've been learning through counselling. Of, I've like started coming away from like what you say to answer the question. Like we've get even though I tell people what to do and everything, that do all this, but I've not, I've come away from like banging on at them about like doing this and doing that and just when we're doing the sessions one to one, just speaking about for just life, like what what they're doing, why they're not doing this, why they're doing that, and just chatting about it. I never tell them like you need to do like what what is all these things. It's like I just chat about with just what's going on and. What and just literally explore it with them. I don't tell them anything, I just ask questions the whole session. 
That's it. And yeah. then leave, and I won't tell them to do anything. It's interesting coming back. What what's the, the changes I'm getting? Like massive changes in people. Who train, someone who trained with me for a while now. That I'm actually getting big breakthroughs with. I was chatting with one lady before coming on this, and she's like, "Yeah, saying so now she now she really believes she, all the stuff she never thought believed she could do, she can now do." And this was yeah. just trying the counselling method of what you do, what a counsellor would do with a client, bringing it into PT sessions, and that's the way I'm going with it. So yeah, that's what I'm trying because my. So not just you're just not kind of just giving them information and telling them what to do. You're doing like self-discovery and stuff where they've got to yeah, ask yeah. questions that they've got to try and work it out for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Because I still give them like this very pretty detailed plan where like most people are like, where do we even start with that? And I'll, I'll show them what they need to do. They'll have two weeks to get to grips with it. But then from there, it's just chatting about like what, what's going on. Like when we're taking weeks, like I want to know. Like every time I've, I've got a rule, like, when I ask someone how they are, I always ask twice. And I, I look, probably look them in the eyes and like, say like, how are you? Like, how are you today? And they say, oh yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'll stop them before they carry on working. Like, no, like, how are you? Chat. And then, because then what comes out, I'll be like, right, this is what, here we go with the session. If it's cool, then like, we're going to smash the session. But it's like, okay, we're going to have a good chat this session or whatever we need. So that's my way of doing things. Um, Definitely. Um, obviously we met, what, four years ago in Spain now? Um, and I know we both kind of, both opened up in front of about 15 other people, other PTs, when things started getting a bit deep in terms of mindset. But since then, I've kind of had a much bigger focus on mindset. Like before I went to Spain and before we had that business event where we opened up and like there was people crying, I was crying about things and we were opening up about our past and stuff. Yeah. I never really had a big focus on mindset. Um, but then when I got back, I completely changed my approach with clients. So off like most of my ladies who are on the my ladies and men on that program they get a phone call every every two weeks um where i just support them with their with with their process but most of those calls are mindset focused i'll very rarely talk about nutrition or training it's all about like how you're doing how are your relationships at home how's your body confidence how's your self-confidence are you self-sabotaging um limiting beliefs all these kind of mindset things that will get a bigger change long-term than just telling them about food or training. Yeah, because it's literally those things you just said, what you're doing on the call. If all those things are going well, then everything with the plan, with following, doing exercise, doing the nutrition just happens. Happens, doesn't it, when those things are right? Yeah, everything's all over the place in someone's life. And then you're saying, oh, you need to eat this and why you're not doing that session and do this. <laughs> oh, that person is not going to do it. And that's literally the, princi the principles of... Therapy and counselling are just that as well. Like people don't, people are not happy, and people don't become autonomous and become themselves by being told by another person. They have to find it, and yeah, that's yeah. Is that thing. Like you're just telling them to do it. There's a reason they're not doing it. Go and find out what that is. That's why those calls will be really. No, good. No, yeah, and since I've been doing that, we've we've changed from that model over the last kind of twelve months now. We've been getting way better results. Um, and kind of going deeper with clients a bit like you do, like yeah. actually finding out about kind of what motivates them, what they're struggling with on a deeper level than just, Oh, yeah. how are you today? Yeah, I'm okay. Cause then you can just give like what I do. Then, then I can just say, right, do all that this week. Cause I'm going to do it. Say, look, there's everything. There's a list. Do it all. Do it yeah. all. This is not in the right place. I'll have to find out why that is. But I'm also saying what you said about that thing in Spain, Ever since it's funny, ever since my business has stayed 
uh, no, it's done very well since then. And but, but like what I do stayed the same. But that thing in Spain, I literally more or less found myself as a person. I felt like I was on the way to it, but after that, I literally like completely just found who I was. And then I had this route to Carlson, and I was like, ah, that's what it should have been. At first, I thought it was with. Might still work with PTs one day. I don't know, but the, it was like ah, working with people, getting the best out of people. The group it was the counseling it's 100 percent is that is so interesting but yeah that spain was yeah that, that's what definitely just changed me as a person <laughs> uh, me too mate um yeah i think that was when <laughs> you answered the question but yeah my <laughs> question in a roundabout way you've got a bit more detail than we wanted to <laughs> one thing i was just wanted to touch on the end of it about fat loss because you said about simple isn't so simple but like i mean you'd agree when it comes to fat loss like it's all the little things as well and little things aren't so little just like simple isn't so simple and the little things aren't so little that everyone overlooks every day like oh, oh i don't need to get up earlier or oh, no i don't i don't need to do cook that food there or just yeah just don't need to drink water every morning i don't need to just whatever that is but all these little things amount to Especially when you're trying to, you know, with your, your plan you did last year, when you're trying to get, change your body. It's, it's all the little things, it's not big things. No, 100%. Um, and what is the saying? Um, it's how you do something, it's how you do everything. Or something like that is like that your approach to... How you do one thing, it's like one, something like how you do one thing is how you do it. How you do everything. Yeah. Um, and it's, what is it? hard things easy life easy things hard life or so yeah like the things that you do kind of the the basics that you've spoken about there is making your bed in it every morning it's the making your bed it's that thing yeah people think oh whatever but no like that's the start that's where you sleep like yeah yeah snoozing your alarm not going on the walk in the morning not stretching then that becomes then a habit that becomes habitual you you saying no to things and you're not doing things and you're avoiding things that becomes habitual and then that then influences other parts of your other parts of your life as well and that's how kind of people find themselves being two or three stone overweight just because having a bag of crisps every evening started off as just something that happened then it becomes something that you were accepting in your life every single day for two or three years um so i think the basics what we spoke about are so so important like i know when i give my my guys are a program. They go for something called a six week challenge and they get the nutrition program. And the first week they have two habits, increase your protein intake and try and have a, uh, a decent amount of protein with all of your meals. Here's a couple of recipe books to use and drink two liters of water. And then I always have about 25% of the people starting the challenge message me. Where's my diet plan? What food should I be in here? And then tell me what to eat. And I'm like, oh, it doesn't work like that. Um, I want you to be on this program so that long term you can get great results. And I want to try and teach you. Have you drunk the water today? Have you had the protein? No. Okay, so do that. <laughs> do it every day. And I can promise you, you'll get great results. And But a lot of these people are so preconditioned to, oh, I just want a meal plan. Or I just want yeah. you to tell me what to eat. If you give me the quick thing that fixes it. Yeah, the quick fix. Like... I always talk about on my post, I'm like, I know we spoke about it before this, like fat loss, it is boring. Like it's basics, like sleeping well, walking, drinking water, vegetables. There's no real rocket science or kind of um, anything that's kind of bells and whistle. It's not sexy. It's boring. Um, I know you 
you're doing the transformation at the moment. You're literally going to do the same thing every day. Walk, train pretty hard, eat the similar sort of foods, track your calories, sleep well. Um, but you said people want uh, the magic pill so they can get in great result, get in great shape in like four weeks. Yeah, I think for what I'm experiencing through mine and learning is like, because people are always thinking about what they want and giving them something that gets in quick, like it's, it stops people actually being present in, in life. So they always think about whether it's worrying about the past or thinking about the future, like what can you give me to get me there now? I just want to be there, there, there. And then when they get there, they'll think about the next thing. But it's when you slow down and then, yeah, all the stuff that people are, oh, what, well, doing that every day. But it's then doing that that brings you back to the present moment. And then just every day is just like, okay, it's just today. And then tomorrow, the day after that. And I use, use the example, I was chatting, doing it in a video, like, if, like football, people ask a football at, at the end of the match, like, oh, you've got a tough one of games ahead, or oh, you're going to win the leagues. Like, no, we're just thinking about the next game. They're not, they're not lying. That's not people think, oh, yeah, they always say that. It's like, yeah, there's a reason they always say that because there <laughs> is the next game. That's all there is. All the focus on next things is like with me now, because like, what you would have been, and I'm like deep into mine, my, my fat loss. It's like, that's, there is like the, the last week I was thinking, oh, eight weeks left, eight weeks more of this. Or, or I was like, no, wait a minute. No, like, it's just today again. We'll do today well and we'll do the next day. What have we got to do today? And then it was just, but then nothing to do with fat, fat loss or anything. It just improved my life on so many levels of just being present and happy. No, 100%. Like I said, the people just do those things that you will get what you want because you will just be a happy person that does more than what you need to. That no, awesome. Love it. Well, that's, <laughs> that was what I was going to ask. Maybe it would be the same thing. I know but I was going to say, the, what's the biggest mistake or approach you see, like, you think see people do the most or that what they struggle with the most for for Mm -hmm. fat loss would it be similar to what I think you just maybe answered it or would it be something else yeah so kind of probably haven't touched on the couple of things I'm going to speak about here but um, I think people's mindset around food is something that holds a lot of people back so a lot of people because of maybe diet culture or these clubs that we've already spoke about or crash diets is they create a um they give foods a um they demonize foods as either being or not even they categorize foods either being kind of good or bad um or or naughty or or good or cheating or or not cheating um and when someone has this kind of viewpoint and mindset around food like every friday or when fridays i do my calls I have this conversation at least five times. Oh, I've had a really bad day or I've been naughty. It was my daughter's birthday. I had a slice of cake. And then it's my job to try and to teach them and to kind of educate them about um, food quality and the kind of caloric value that food has and that certain food has certain macronutrients in it, certain calories in it. But neither a banana or a cake is inherently better than the other or one is um, bad or good, it's about having balance. Like um, when I got in shape last year, when I did that eight-week transformation, I was still having foods that I enjoyed every single day. Like I was having maybe some chocolate, or the weekend I'd have a um, a takeaway. Um, And I didn't view foods as being either good or bad. Um, Because when people do this, what tends to happen is, let's say that you 
have some cake or have a Domino's pizza and then you view that as being bad or naughty. What then it often leads to, first of all, bad relationship with food. Um, so kind of punishing yourself for having a high calorie meal, which you're going to always have and you're never going to avoid this forever. And then secondly, often then leads to self-sabotage. Um, so human behavior doesn't really make sense because in no other aspects of our life would we do this. But we have one bad meal or one bad day and then the mind tells us that we should then carry this behavior on. So I see it all of the time. People have one bad day, one quote unquote bad day of food, which I would just see as being over calories. So the next day you have to just take a few calories away or next day you have to take a few more calories away or walk a little bit extra or be a bit more consistent. They would then say, okay, I'm going to quote unquote, fuck it. Now I'm going to go continue with this bad behavior. I'm going to continue being naughty and I'm going to eat everything I can for the next four days. And then I'll start again Monday. Um, and that's something that I experience all the time, especially with kind of general pop um, who have been um, conditioned by weight clubs, slimming clubs, diets, that there is good and bad foods. And to lose weight, you have to eat these quote unquote good and healthy foods all the time. And if you have had a high calorie food, which they would call bad or naughty, um, you've, you've messed up and you've failed. And then, once you have one of these bad meals or one of these bad foods or one of these bad days that you've ruined all of your progress. When in reality, me or you know that if you have a pizza tonight, that hasn't ruined your last six weeks of cutting or your last five years of training in the gym. <laughs> you just had a pizza. <laughs> yeah. And that's something that I spend a lot of my time trying to tackle. So that relationship with food I don't know what your kind of viewpoint of this is. I know you work with kind of people who are a little bit more experienced, but um, no, it's the same. Totally, hundred percent the same. Like, I'm a big believer in life. Nothing to do with exercise. That there's no such thing as good and bad in life. It's just shit that happens, and people look at it in different ways. And the thing was you said with food, there's no such thing as there's only good and bad diet. I don't even like to use the word diet, but there's only good and bad ways of eating week yep. on week, month on month. There's no such thing as good or bad food. Because I, I tell my clients, and they're always dead surprised. I'm like, when I'm asking them, like, oh, they're bloated or something, like, okay, what did you eat? And they say, not anything bad. I was like, no, like, what have you ate? Just tell me what you've ate. There's no such thing as healthy food. There's no such thing. <laughs> and it's like, so when I'm telling them, yeah, this fruit and veg, this, these fruit and veg, one of these fruit and vegetables can be bad for you. Like, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, just the same way. There's no bad. There's no good. There's just what your body and how you work with food. And mm-hmm. it's people like obviously people being with you or myself, it's will help learn. But in the end, like I say, everyone has to take ownership and, and learn themselves that like people can like because they're not going to train with you forever not going to train with me forever and in the end people have to go and learn about this stuff and learn about your body and learn about how it makes you how food makes you feel yeah yep it's like you said the people's knowledge of nutrition is it's not great and it's it's crazy how much it affects just you as a being like yep. not just you exercise and then like obviously when you get it right with that everything with exercise and fat loss is easy so that's my my take on it. Yeah, that relation relationship with food, because it does lead, like you say, people start building that relationship, and then because it becomes so familiar to them, that pattern, they, they they stay in it, don't they?
Sorry, I lost you there. Yeah, yeah it's back now. Yeah, but um, yeah, people just when when people get familiar patterns, whether it's because the body doesn't know it's good or bad, right? So you just get patterns, and your body goes, "Okay, we're doing that." That's why good and bad doesn't exist. So you are hundred percent right. Need to come away from good and bad. No, definitely. And then, kind of the other thing that kind of is similar to that is one of the other things that I find that people, the mistake that people make is um, when they start a program, they first of all go. I would say most people have a too extreme approach. Um, so James Clear talks about um, the first thing you have to do when you're building a habit is make it easy um, or make it obvious. And people try and establish and, in, and improve the habit before it's become a habit. So, okay, I'm going to start my transformational journey on Monday. I'm a 40 year old middle-aged woman um, with two kids and I haven't run in one year. And then they'll say, I'm going to do 10 K every single day. Yeah. And, and I know they're going to fail because they haven't run in three years and they and they before they've kind of established that habit to be a 10k habit they do every day they need to first of all do 1k just on a monday and then first of all establish that habit of being something they do consistently and then when they've established it they can make it easier and they can they can improve it but what people then do is say oh i'm starting my diet monday i'm going to remove all of my favorite food i'm going to go to the gym i'm going to do ten thousand steps i'm going to get 10 hours of sleep and i'm going to do yoga in the morning I'm like, oh yeah you're going to fail like maybe you could do that because you've been training for 10 years you probably haven't missed a gym session in, in many weeks ever you've been tracking your calories for five years you've been doing ten thousand steps consistently for long term so then you can then advance these habits and and you yeah. can then progress these but for most people when they're just starting out like literally make it so 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 easy you can't fail um maybe train once a week or take your dog out for a 15 minute walk longer or um just increase your water intake like real real basics and um, and then kind of layer upon these basics and these habits but a lot of people yeah they, they basically just set themselves up to failure for failure like the amount of people i speak to on facebook who message me about joining my program or weight loss and they say that, oh, yeah, I've stopped eating chocolate or I've stopped eating bread or I'm, I'm running every day. I'm like, I don't tell them this, but I know they're going to fail. 99% uh, of them always will because they're, what they're doing is just too difficult at, at their stage of their journey. And I think that's just one thing that people get wrong. But I think it's because they're also focused on their result too much that they want to get there too quickly yeah, yeah. without kind of having these like, for, to, to learn like same as i've done in business like to get to where i am now there's been loads of ups and downs with my training there's been loads of ups and downs and i've learned loads about myself and my body and my training and nutrition and for someone to get a good result with their health and fitness they need to go on that journey of learning and getting things wrong and making mistakes and um, but i think a lot of people just want to a to b <laughs> as quick as possible and 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 that's why i think a lot of people fail 21st century life <laughs> yeah Give me that injection or whatever, just fast pill, whatever. It's true. That was like what we were, we were, we were saying before about being in the thinking about where you want to be in, in the future and not just being present in your journey because that's what it is. End of day, but life in general and just yeah, that's a part of it. It's a journey. Yeah. Embracing that, yeah. Just like you did, like day by day. Like I do that now with my business. I'm like day by day. I reflect. I do gratitude and journaling. I just focus on the now. Yes, I set myself goals and stuff, and I think about the bigger vision about where I want to be. 
but I'm present in the day and, and, and what I need to do that day to, for it to be like to, for it to be enjoyable, fun, successful. Yeah, because you have your goal, you have your goal, but what the problem is people say, I want to do this. You have no plan of how they're going to do it. <laughs> and that's what gets you stressed and mad because you're just thinking about what you want. It's like, okay, you need a plan to do that. And then when you see it works and you know it works, that's the process of it all, which will get you to your goal. And that's just it. A goal doesn't actually matter and i know it might in the end people are like yeah but when people get there i find like you don't stop and that's so was it ever the goal no because you got there now and they're like well i want to do this and i want to do that and then do you yeah. get stressed and anxious about that no you, you understand again this is it like you with business me with mine it's like you're never like okay i'm done now it's done it's over the way everyone is i know it's a bit of a different example but <laughs> the way everyone is with the world at the moment and everyone saying like, oh, everyone needs to do this, everyone needs to do that, everything needs to be equal. It's like, no, it's going to be a process forever. We're never going to reach this goal of society where everyone's going to be happy. It's never going to happen, I believe. Yeah. So yeah. let's just enjoy trying to do that instead of stressing about it not being that way, which comes back to training and everything. Enjoy the process of it all instead of stressing about not being there. Yeah. No, definitely. James, and James Clear talks about goal setting. He kind of says... He, he's not a fan of it because lots of people have the same goals. So like he talks about like Olympians, everyone in the Olympics wants to win the Olympics, wants to win the gold medal, right? Yeah. So all of the people who compete in the hundred meters, their goal is to win. Um, so not everyone can win. Only one person can win. So, but the goal was the same for all individuals, but the, the result wasn't the same because only one person could win. So like everyone wants to lose weight. So how does successful people lose weight and how do unsuccessful people lose weight, uh, not lose weight when the, the, the shared goal was the same and the same with like Olympians or football teams. Most people want to win or be successful in Olympics or football or weight loss and they have the same goals, but it's more about like the kind of the process um, and the goal is kind of irrelevant. It's true because like you said, with the sport aspect of it, there's never you never win the medal or win anything without the people that take part who you're competing against so without them you don't actually win anything so everyone's part of the process this what yeah, yeah yeah it's very true it's a good example well, Love it, mate. what you were saying before um about what when people set themselves up to fail the thing that i hear a lot is they'll say they'll come with you and say oh yeah i've not trained in two three years but when I did train, this is everything I used to do. So I'm going to do, this is what I'm doing because this is what I used to do when I lost weight. I hear that a lot. I don't know if you hear that a lot. I'm just, yeah, I did this all the time and I lost a lot doing that. So I'm going to do that again. It's like, no. Do you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I hear that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm going to try that system again. I'm like, oh, why are you here with me then? Because it, because it didn't work? Okay, then let's take yeah. my advice. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, last last thing I just wanted to speak about with you um, was probably just said a few of them. But biggest fat loss lies and myths you've heard through your career? Go list, go go list. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Just yeah. Eating after six makes you fat. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, carbohydrates make you fat. Ketosis is the only way you can burn fat. Um, intermittent fasting is a more effective strategy for fat loss than, than kind of normal eating. Yeah. Um, 
calories isn't a, a calorie isn't a calorie and calories don't matter it's all about carbohydrate intake um i've heard a lot what did i hear the other day someone's on a diet of um i can't think what the diet was called but it's where they don't mix macronutrient sources on the same meal so they won't have carbs fats and proteins on the same they won't have carbs and fats on the same on the same plate um and i was thinking well i was just trying to think about the science of why that would be beneficial and i and I was thinking the only reason why you've lost weight is because you've probably saved a lot of calories by maybe removing a carb source from a meal or a fat source from a meal. Um, and I couldn't really see any other benefits of that. So I think there's a lot of nonsense out there. Yeah, it's not healthy. That it's like there's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason they tell us to eat all these macronutrients at once because when they all yeah. got, they've all got a world, a world to play so separate. Yeah. yeah That's what I was thinking yesterday. I think yeah, that probably isn't that beneficial. Um. So yeah, there's a lot of nonsense I hear. Um, but I think the biggest thing is probably around the, the whole kind of people who are pushing the ketosis and the carbohydrate. It's an evil kind it's of at the mission. Moment, isn't it? It's like big time. Um, yeah, it's when people, I think, they, they typically have a, a product or something they're selling that involves some kind of lack of carbs or ketosis or ketones thing. So it's not really that genuine. They're just trying to push a product. Yeah, I was saying... The other day, I was saying, yeah, anyone who's got you follow on social media for anyone listening, <laughs> who's constantly with nearly every post is trying to sell you something and it's a supplement or a workout, believe me, they do not give a shit about you. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, 100%. Always selling something, it's like, yeah, like you say, it's usually a supplement. Um, yeah, any more? I think that's probably it, mate, to be honest. There's obviously loads we could talk all day about. Oh, yeah. rubbish we hear but they're probably the main things that's good um, well yeah that's everything mate yeah love it mate it was great chatting and great catching up hopefully your audience can take a little bit of value from it oh yeah 100% they will I, 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 I really enjoyed that and I hope everyone listening did and yeah fact, do you just want to just plug who you are like your profile on Instagram, Facebook. I will put it in yeah. the comments anyway. But yeah, just where yeah. Um, so I'm as I said, guys. I'm Callum. I'm owner of Tribe Training um, and Linton Fitness. Um, Tribe Training is our group training program. Um, I said at the start that we help people with uh, health and fitness in in group training kind of settings. Our goal is to be the biggest in the UK. Um, we're kind of expanding and growing. So maybe at some point there'll be. Um, a location near you guys wherever you're listening from um so keep your eyes peeled and if if we do open a location near you come and come and check out our session in the meantime you can follow me on tribe training on facebook instagram um and then see what we see what we do and what we kind of speak about and how we help people yeah thanks man and yeah again that's just thanks for your time and yeah thanks for listening goodbye